everybody. We're back on the Takeover Lounge. It is Saturday. We are here at... <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be an unorthodox podcast <laughs> off the energy that uh, <laughs> that has been happening today. We are back in Thunder Canyon Brewery. Shout out Jim, a.k.a. Ron. Shout out Chelsea doing the bartending That's thing. Kelsey. Kelsey doing the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Hey, alright, uh, that's enough for, That's been a takeover lounge, everybody I hope you had a <laughs> Great episode <laughs> <laughs> but it, was great, it was fantastic interview Thank you. It was, it was awesome, awesome. It was Thank awesome. But uh, we're, here with, uh, we're here with <laughs> We're here with Hostero, Hostero, how are you doing, man? Uh, I, hey, man, I'm three stages of okay <laughs> Three, sta- tell three me. stages of okay, alright I'm on one <laughs> I'm a phenomenal musician and I've been drinking. <laughs> you only had you only had like one rum punch. Hey man, it only takes rum one. punch is universal. <laughs> you want, it's for everybody. Rum punch is universal. There's a reason they call it punch. Is that is that yours right there? Oh boy, is it ever! <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get a second one? He said, uh, he ordered it and he was like, make oh, sure yeah. you put two. Only two ice cubes mm-hmm. in there. I don't want to dilute it. Okay. It so, eliminates the flavor, man. All right. So there was a... And you also told me it's about a, the run, fizz. The run, punch. Oh, boy. The fizz? <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, man. We're on air. Oh, oh okay. Oh, right, right, okay. No, no, no. We can't be talking about that? No. <laughs> we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's a discussion. I didn't know we were bartending lessons today. But allow me to elaborate. Hang on. One second. Oh, I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> one second. I'll take So, Hasara <laughs> also got some pretzels. It <laughs> did. You want some pretzels? What's going on? This look, this look tasty. Get in here. I didn't even know they existed. I didn't know they were here. A little too much salt. I mean, hey, high cholesterol. Everyone take all the salt that they want, but I'm not a salt guy. Not salt guy. Yeah, I'm not a salty person at all. I'm very, I'm very sweet. And do you know what this? Over on the right, we have some. Some house mustard, uh, and then to the left, my left. I guess it's a stage left for you. Uh, that would be some beer cheese, also made in house. <laughs> they just got a high over here, man. Just, oh man, <laughs> Danny's over here cracking up. Oh my goodness, we're gonna listen to this. We're gonna I told listen you back guys to you're gonna regret this. <laughs> regret? I think I'm appreciative <laughs> of this. <laughs> she said. She said, "Come on, buckets." I said, "I'm gonna roast both of you the whole time. It's gonna be great." That's crazy. And it's funny because I came in. He was like, yo, you got to give me a segment on the show. <laughs> Just telling ridiculous stories all day? Yeah, ridiculous stories about the, the marshmallow tree. and The, <laughs> the, real thing, the marshmallow man. farming. The marshmallow yeah. farming. I'll farm a mar- I'll farm, uh, mark. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'll farm. Oh, my God. Uh, look, I can farm anything, all right? Okay. That's right. You get the Catalina fingers. You get the marshmallows. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> then uh, you want to kick us off with the the, <laughs> the podcast? Oh, we're gonna listen back to this and be like, "What were we oh on, God. bro?" Welcome to Lounge Takeover. <laughs> this will be our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I got Mankind got me a table. This is great. This is ser- this is bar yeah, service right here. This is a great bar. Hey, service. Mankind, you want a pretzel? I got I got a full order over here. I only plan to eat two, and uh, you know. Oh man, I don't, this is—I oh don't think a podcast God. made me laugh this much in a, in a while, man. I'm I grateful like, for you. But 
If you n- don't know Halsero, if you see him up at the bar and you just sit next to him, you'll laugh is? as hard as you laughed today. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll take the compliment or whatever. It's true. Every time I'm sitting forced. at the bar and Halsero's there, it's always it's always something. But <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is always something. Always it something is. with Halsey. I remember everybody calling you Halsey. We started calling you Halsey. Remember that? That's my name. Well, everybody called you. I mean, we didn't know that was the thing until the, the Discord. And everybody started calling you Halsey. Hey, and we're like, I thought we were going to call Halsero Halsey now. It's nice. You, you like, like that? I mean, it's it's my name. So. Okay. So Halsey. <laughs> so it works. Okay. So luckily, it, it plans out pretty well. It does. It okay. does. <laughs> cool. I didn't re- Sorry, I didn't realize we were doing formalities. <laughs> right, exactly. right. I was like, I thought we were going to just use our aliases. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. I also am an R&B singer. So. Oh, okay. I, also, I heard about that. Not well. really. I don't got the pipes for it. But but you have I do an, have the plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have a rendition of your R&B singer. It's great. You get me. You get me drunk enough. I'll sing anything. You'll sing. Oh, absolutely. But you also we were, we were talking at the bar, and you were talking about how you uh, do some slam poetry. Uh, only if they're lyrics to songs that have already been written. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. The thing is that I don't know why I do it either. But I just like I think it's the funniest thing in the world <laughs> to just like mess with people, and uh-huh. they're like, "Whoa, what is that?" I was like, "Oh, it's Usher." <laughs> <laughs> you like say it like it's like some sort of important message or thing, and right. it's and gets a laugh every time. Definitely, except for the few times. Is, is it just awkward? The few times you're just like, well, because people are like, people are either like they get it and they're like, oh my god, this is hilarious, or they're like, what the hell <laughs> is wrong with you? Like, what are you quoting? You're quoting "Let It Burn" at me right now. <laughs> this guy. This guy, this guy, quoting Usher. So besides panorama, besides being besides being a a bar comedian, yeah. um, (laughs) What what does Halsey do? Uh, You know, man, I'm I'm out. I'm gonna do a little bit of this. Okay, do a little bit of that. I'm a I'm a I'm a manager over at Bookman's. I'm one of the one of the managers. I I work in the music department, right? it's a, kind of like a dream situation for me mm-hmm. in that I work there because I'm also a producer Ooh. of musics, uh, as wow. I said before. Uh, yeah, no, I make beats. Uh, I don't rap or anything like that. It's funny. I tell people. I tell people all the time. They're like, "What do you like? What kind of music do you make?" And I tell them I make hip hop. And then I always go, "Oh, but I'm I'm not a rapper." <laughs> not a rapper. Yeah, yeah, let them know, right? I got I got other people that do that for me. <laughs> so. A jack of all trades, uh, in a you know, in a way, and also a, a connoisseur of pretzels of fine foods. F- of fine foods, yeah. my bad. Sorry, you said pretzels <laughs> like it ain't luxury <laughs> items over here. Look at that twist. Look at that twist. Who, Tell me that ain't good. Who else put a twist on pretzels like hey, that? <laughs> I hadn't liked that since I had Kmart as a kid. <laughs> Remember the little Caesars in the Kmart? You get the icy the little pizza. Your age is showing. Pretzel. Hey man. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, look, some of us lived off a of layaway, okay? Okay, okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I got next year's fits on deck because of Kmart. Shout Shout some K- respect. <laughs> respect to the king. <laughs> Shout out Kmart. I miss you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Oh, man. Oh Let me this pretzel Hall real quick. Sale. Oh, crap. <laughs> Drop my pretzel. <laughs> 
Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> Mid eat. Eat. Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> he said thank you. He said, I said thank you. Thank you so much. I got a mouthful of pretzels. Delightful. Yeah. Delightful. Oh, God. Yeah, that is Weezy. a good pretzel, though. I'm a fan of that. I didn't know Thunder Cane had pretzels. Yeah, the thing is that I, like, live here. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, like, I know everything that's exactly. on the menu. I know Definitely. everything that's off menu, on menu. Fizzy Punch. Fizzy Punch. We don't talk about that on air, though. I mean, we can talk about it. I don't. Well, they don't. They can't do it's it anymore. It's a seasonal thing, part of the reason, it? Yeah, part oh. of the reason is because they can't do it anymore. But the oh. Fizzy Punch is, like, a big deal. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that when it's in season. Yeah. Oh. So I'm, I'm coming back. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'll see how this this one's going to turn out pretty in, interesting. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. It's grand. Uh, okay. But anyways, yeah. Back to your question. I'm jack of all trades. Yes. Uh, I yeah. I make music. I coach, kind of in a in a weird way. I do a lot of like just teaching other producers and other artists about just like mixing and mastering techniques Mm -hmm. as well as just like methodologies and music and ways to utilize like sampling Mm -hmm. um different tools to reach i feel like there's a lot of like it's like one thing that that run and i talk about a lot is there's a lot of like utilization of things that are like very like prominently there Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like up and coming producers and people that are like kind of in it that are like i never really thought to do anything that way and it's like i have this like weird personal thing where I'm just like I want to I want to know all the things that everybody has questions about mm. like anything that another producer is like I don't really know how to do that if I also don't know how to do it like I'm gonna go home and learn that and I've always been like that like since I was a kid that's dope so it's just like that's like one of the reasons why I know so much about like music and mm-hmm. production um, and just like things in general is because any anytime I don't know something. I like have to figure it out. Right. It's like I've just been adamant about that since I was a kid. Definitely. It gets That's me into a lot of trouble. Does it's, it really? Oh yeah. Because I just like clown on people all the time. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You just school them. You're just like Here. it's not even like a school them thing. It's like yeah, I already know. <laughs> yeah. I hit them right. with the eye roll and I say oh, thanks. And uh, long hair don't care, yeah. but oh boy, you got the headphones on. You can't see the flip. <laughs> but she he don't be caring pretty no. much. No. He, he never hair, cared. Not hey. at all. <laughs> LHDC, baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, what made you do the producer retreat that you did like Ooh, months ago? That's oh, fine. damn. We're going to talk about producer retreat? Yeah. Uh, that was. <laughs> Were you it, not part of it? <laughs> you nah. organized it, oh, didn't you? Oh, my God. Oh, that was me? I did. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I did do that. I helped with that. No, it was an idea that we had come up with um, before everything with the Pandulce. And the idea was, the idea was just to get like a lot of the local community, like the local producers, people that were involved with pushing buttons who have become like very near and dear to my heart. Um, some of my best friends in the entire world I have met through music. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's like an unspoken bond between musicians, but there's a very different level of friendship between musician friends, mm-hmm. like people that have found things outside of music to bond to, but are also like directly linked to, linked into this like passion project. Like music is my passion. And, uh, myself and uh, one of my best friends in the entire world, Chris Biddigan, Biddigan beats. Okay. Uh, he, his family lives in Sonoida. They have this like guest kind of cabin house thing. That's uh, just like 
just off the highway. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have the space to do it. There's guest rooms. It's on a decent sized plot of land, so everyone can bring tents and camp out and stuff. Oh. Uh, and then the idea was like, why don't we just like book a beat retreat? There's like minimal amount of like cell phone reception. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we all have like hotspots on our phones, so we can do like you know internet Definitely. intermittently. Um, but it was like a good way for like us as producers to disconnect mm. and go to a place where literally there's like the world is at our disposal. I brought mm-hmm. two crates of records that whole trip, wow. and we, I think we burned through all of them. Dang. Wow! And just like a lot of music being made, there's no like there's there's nothing as far as like noise like noise complaints and things like that because they're like kind of isolated right. it was really nice because we could be as loud as we wanted we could be mm-hmm. up at any any point in time right. like a lot of those guys I mean there were people that rolled up at like 11 o'clock at night and they were right. there till like 4 or 5 in the morning wow uh, and a lot of us were getting up at like 7am and just immediately throwing on music and just That's like so doing cool. what we're doing um, and it was great I want to do another one I planned I planned to do another one um Chris and I are sort of still sort of kind of figuring that out mm-hmm. about where we want to do that. If we want to do it back up there, like up there is such a perfect spot yeah, no, to do something like definitely. that. Because there's, again, that house is pre-existing, So it's like all the power and everything mm-hmm. that we need to, because I, I brought uh, my studio monitors. There was a second wow. set of speakers and then my PA system was outside. Whoa. So I set up my turntables outside. I have a, a secondary um, backup turntable that I was using for sampling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um, I have like my computer my drum machine everything right. uh, and it's all just out there so it's all out there connected and we had like three rigs run Dang. and we were all just playing music and DJing and eating and drinking and having a good time that's awesome yeah <clears throat> it was like Monsoon it was like Monsoon yeah I don't know if you were ever around for Monsoon Monsoon, monsoon Collective oh no yeah it was like the art it was the art building that used to be directly behind Thunder Canyon really actually. yeah it was a uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monsoon Collective was like this amazing art installation that w- that was happening. Literally, the building that is now a giant high rise. Yeah, used to be just this like abandoned building that was full of art. Um, there's this woman, Violet Casser, who's mm-hmm. like also a very you know dear friend of mine. Right. She was in charge of all of that, and she yeah. like brought me into the team, and it was like her and I co-captaining events and art, and there was like this cultural bonding of like artistry meets music and there were like other producers that were coming into that space and like literally it was the same thing like we would just be there all the time and when monsoon you know was torn down Mm -hmm. there's like a piece of this sense of community that we had like slowly built in the monsoon space because it was open all the time like Mm -hmm. i was like running that space for a long time and there was a piece of this community that was missing so like the beat retreat kind of came out of a response to that Mm -hmm. because it's like we need a place to gather and we need a place that isn't the city where we're undistracted Mm -hmm. and we can just like live how we want to live make what we want to make and everyone here is behind you like do it so yeah that's so fire to beat retreat what was um what was your introduction to music or hip hop what was your first introduction to that uh I Man, my, my introduction, I, music has been around me my entire life. Okay. Uh, we would clean the house on Sundays, yep, music yep. music playing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would, I was in band, uh, I played the trumpet, I played the baritone. Okay. Um, my sister played the flute. And Same. Yeah. I, I, flute? Yeah. I played the flute. A flautist. Uh, a flautist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to be confused, it made me want flautas. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this music has just been a big part of my life mm-hmm. for a very long time. My introduction into hip hop is actually very 
It's interesting because it's like one of those things that I wasn't allowed to listen to as a kid. Really? And yeah, my parents were like super not into hip hop. My okay. mom is like a country music person. Ooh. And my stepdad was, a, or is, I guess, um, just like this rock guy. Okay. So he and I never, like, we not only didn't get along on a personal level, mm. but we didn't get along on a music level. Mm-hmm. So it's just always like, man, I don't want to ride in that man's car. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go through his CD bag or yeah. whatever. He's like, who touched my CDs? Like, it definitely wasn't me. <laughs> definitely wasn't me. Get you F-250 the hell out of my face. Just sick CD changer. Get out of here. But my mom, my mom had sneakily, and I think they're like, they're like probably things that she had that were gifts or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she had Coolio's, Ooh. Uh, the one that has Gangster's Paradise, mm-hmm. Paradise of course, on it, right? Yep. And she had uh, Life After Death, mm-hmm. and she had uh, All Eyes on Me. She okay. Had, she had all those were the only three hip hop CDs that she wow. had, and I latched onto those CDs so sure. hard. It was like all I would listen to all the time, all the time. I was listening to those, and I was like, I need more rap in my life, and mm-hmm. so like. When, when they realized that that's what I was listening to, they're like, "We need to figure, like, we need to figure this out, like, Uh-oh. get him something else." So they got me like a Will Smith, like Big Willie style, <laughs> and then that, but like that as a whole, like, turned me into like it's it's weird because it was like I was recognizing a lot of like the weird samples and breaks yeah. that were being used. Like as this is a like a young age, definitely. Too. So I'm like, "Who's this guy? Who's this Jeff guy? <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> Who's this guy? This isn't jazz." He says, "Jazzy Jeff." <laughs> this is hip hop. <laughs> so I was so I like got super into like production and music making right. out of that. So and Jazzy Jeff is who we have to thank for the creation. Coolio, oh, who we have to cool, thank. Okay, Coolio. For, for me specifically, I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie. Coolio is was like the first. That was like the first hip hop CD I ever had, and I loved that CD. Wow, okay. I loved everything. I loved the song "Fantastic Voyage" because mm-hmm. he used that Lakeside sample. Yes, and I love Lakeside. Like mm-hmm. I'm a huge like Lakeside, Hot Chocolate, like. <laughs> R&B Funkadelic Parliament yes, All of yes. that Like that's like what Like I grew up listening To a lot of that Rose Royce was like In my household All the time My wow. mom had like Four copies of In Bloom Dang And we would listen to that Like literally every week Like it, wow. In Bloom Like Wishing on a Star Would be on like Every playlist And it was It was interesting I would hear music That would like Sample Rose Royce Or sample like mm-hmm. You know Lakeside Or anything like that And like, like um, You know Very very famously Like uh, Ohio players like yep. Funky Worm mm-hmm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that like that defined a generation of music definitely and so it's just like I latched on to hip hop through these other extensions right and Coolio specifically in in the music that he was using on that particular album like very like mm. it opened my eyes to like what is kind of musicality when mm-hmm. especially when you grow up like a lot of rock music in the 90s sounded right. the same a lot of like country music in the 90s has a very specific sound to it mm-hmm. you know so it's like everything is c- kind of very similar and hip hop was like this growing and sort of ever adapting form of music that like in the 10 years I was listening to hip hop you know for in the 90s mm-hmm. into the 2000s like it's just like everything everything sounded differently like right. nobody was really like biting anything mm-hmm. super hard mm-hmm. there wasn't this like like there was obviously like a west coast versus like an east coast sound there was mm-hmm. a midwest sound and there's all these sounds, you know, quote unquote sounds, but yeah. everybody kind of has their different take and interpretation on that. Definitely. And that, like, that resonated really well with me. And then, uh, obviously, yeah, like, listening to, like, Jazzy Jeff do what Jazzy Jeff does. Mm-hmm. And then, like, getting into production side of things with Doom and... Um, oh, Doom. Yeah, Doom Doom was, like, I think... I think one of the first, like, producers that I ever really listened to was, mm-hmm. was MF Doom. Wow. Which is, like, wow. which is, like, crazy, because it's, like, it's literally, like... 
part of my my biggest inspirations in music as a whole have been obviously like the Fugees. Yes, um, yes, yes. And then, like, and then like Doom. Like Doom has been or was always and will always be a, mm-hmm. a major player in in everything that I do because it's like the idea that sound is sound is subjective yeah. is incredibly important to me. Like I don't. I think I think one of the things about myself that I pride myself in is I've, I've never aimed to sound like anybody else, mm-hmm. and in that I I have very like sort of unique production, I've, like very stylistically. Um, I think that I tend to stand out a little bit because of that, mm-hmm. and in, in the same way that like Doom did. Yeah, no, like, definitely. Doom is just like Doom and Dilla, like mm-hmm. everything about yeah. what they do. Like they have their style, and they have, and like no one can emanate any, any not at all, like ever. Not at all. And that's like. I think that, like, in, in the longevity that will be my life, like, that's mm. what I want. I want people to, like, like, love, listen to what I do, right. and, like, just know that you can't necessarily do it. Mm. And, and yeah, it's, it's, not like a, it's not like an ego thing. No, it's not, not like at all. You can't do what I do. It's just, like, you just know that it's unique. And right. you know that it's, that it's something beautiful and, like, something to cherish. Definitely. And, like, because I cherish my own music. As crazy as that sounds, <laughs> you, uh, I would hope. I would yeah. hope you. Do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm always like super. Like whenever I finish a track, I'm always like super proud of it. Like, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. I got to show this to two people and then put it in a file and never show it to anyone else. Yeah, yeah. That's me. But y'all ain't gonna see music? it. Yes. Oh, yes. Man. I absolutely hoard my music. Mm-hmm. I'm hoarding music right now. Oh, Alcero. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Back to the BB treat. I mean, y'all have made maybe easily combined as the collective. Maybe how much? How oh, many beats? Uh, do you think? I made. I made. T- I made ten beats. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I was. I mean, I was DJing a whole lot. Okay, so you were uh, you were preoccupied, right? I think a lot of people. Yeah, and we were only up there for like three nights. That's still, I mean, a lot of music was created uh, in those three nights. Yeah, I think there was a lot of like weird like collaborative things that were definitely, going on too. Definitely. So it's like I by myself made ten, ten tracks that were like ready to go, mm. but I like worked on probably another like dozen or so. Definitely. And the same like all of the other artists, like we were all just like loading samples, mm-hmm. throwing stuff in, doing this and doing that, and then like we would take breaks. Some of us would DJ for a little bit. Um, just to like play and do right. like weird things, just play, and then it'd be like, oh, like, holy shit! Like I just heard this thing that he played. I need let me like let me steal this sample real quick. Mm-hmm. Do that, and it was it was cool. It was like there's a lot of sharing amongst all of us because it's like I don't think I could use this sample, mm. but I know you could use right. this sample. It's like one of the things about about a lot of the producers here in town is we all kind of know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know each other, but we all are fans of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's right. like, you know, kind of the things that someone like, I know that like, if I don't like a sample, mm-hmm. odds are I can give it to Irving mm-hmm. and he'll be like, oh yeah, I can, let me flip this. Definitely. I'll flip this. Yep. And, and, the, and the same goes for him. He'll find something. He'll be like, you should sample this. Mm-hmm. Or like, we'll go to DJ Q and we'll be like, yo Q, like you should sample this yeah. or Deo or yep. The Void or, or, you know, whomever. I'm like, you, you could rock this mm-hmm. like, for sure. Um, but yeah. And it's it, and it's cool because it's it's nice having vinyl to sample as yeah. well, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot more um, adjustability with yeah. that. Like I I think that vinyl has this really unique like sampling from a record is unique in that when you go to sample something that you just downloaded or digital or anything, yeah. you don't always think to like use the slider or like mm-hmm. change like change the dem- the tempo or anything like that or right. like go half speed. Like you you kind of live in a realm of like half or whatever and like you can mm-hmm. like drop something 30% and change 
the entire feel of the exactly. Like it doesn't have to be fifty or a hundred. You know, like it's so there's a lot of things with um, with vinyl that are nice because you can put a record on, you can adjust the slider mm. to where it's like this feels right. Now. Definitely, that's, that's so tight. Nice. That's so tight. Yeah, music is physical. As yeah. much as much as it is like audio, it's like super physical. For like real. you have to feel it. Definitely, really. Yeah. That's true. Um, how do you pick your records that you want to sample from? <laughs> I listen to them. <laughs> uh, no, I so. <laughs> uh, I am. A, I'm a big collector, so I have mm-hmm. like I have too many records. <laughs> so many records. Uh, I have a few thousand records, uh, upwards, upwards of three. Uh, my house is full of records, but what I, what I do is I latch onto certain artists, certain producers, certain brands. So like CTI, obviously for jazz okay. is a, is a major label. Definitely. Um, so any CTI release that I see, I'm like, I'm going to grab that. Uh, Renaissance is another one. There's uh disco soul, which is, a out of Mexico, I believe, and they do specifically like cumbia funk, like crossover Ooh, stuff. That's really okay. cool. So I'm not trying to like uh, these are all sort of easy to find, but I'm not going to go into my my deep cut ones. Okay, but yeah, I, I I know certain artists and I know certain producers off the top of my head, as do as do many people that collect vinyl or uh, sample music. They're like, I know if this person's name is on this project, I'm going to find something really cool. Right. So I, again, I spent a lot of time doing like research and like Mm -hmm. studying and being like, I really like this. Who played that part? Mm -hmm. Let me find what else he's on. And then I'm going to buy those records up. Definitely. And so that's like flushes out your collection, but also like gives you this realm of sampling. That's very like, it's just very, it's very different because it's instead of like latching on to like one particular song or like going through a billion records, you're like, I know what I'm looking for sonically. And I know that these six albums have that. That's hard. That's tough. Cause it's like, I don't think a lot of people realize the back end work of what it takes to be a producer. I mean, it, definitely just describing how intricate it is. It's an art form. You know what I mean? A lot of people just think, oh, I just go to GarageBand and I pick uh, the beat pack and I just go in and do this and mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. Maybe for some it works, but it's definitely it's definitely a thing. Like sound sound selection is incredibly important, mm-hmm. I believe, and I think that's one of the, like Manny Megs is a, is an excellent example mm-hmm. as like someone that's also like very new in the game and very hot right now. Right, his sound selection is great, mm-hmm. and he's capable of like layering and building things onto his sounds and attaching and chaining them together in a way mm-hmm. that I think you you have to recognize it as like, it's not somebody that's using a pack. Right. Like that's somebody that right. picked those particular sounds to fit this sample and match them all together. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like really what the work of a producer is, is, is okay. to, to build sounds and to, instead of taking like, I mean, like I'm never going to clown on anybody that uses presets. I right. think that's, I think that's a great way to learn. Definitely. But I think that like, being able to pick and choose your sounds and being able to pick and choose what feel like again mm-hmm. like music is as is, is physical right mm-hmm. what feels right is right mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you can hear anything like you Definitely. can hear anything and know like i don't like the way that sounds so it's like now what can you do physically to change that to fit like i really like this kick but i don't like this part of it or anything mm-hmm. like that and that's where a lot of like what i like coaching do so mm-hmm. i'm like okay cool this is where like this is the frequency range in which you're having struggles with. Like right. you hear this as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So let me show you how to adjust that 
And then it's like, boom, you've unlocked something. Mm. And so it's like, now I'm going to do that every single time I have this particular snare. Or every time I'm going to do this sound, this is how I'll trim things up. Yeah. Like, I, I trim all of my, like, the way I layer a lot of my instrumentation is really weird. Because I'll do, like, four snares, but only, like, but I'll EQ and balance them out to where I only capture pieces of each one. Okay. So that they then flush together. I chain them, and then I re-export that wow. as one snare. So it's like one snare is like four different snares together, and then they're just like layered in such a way that it's like that's tight. It just flows really well. Definitely. Like most of my most of my songs are two to three layers of kicks and two to three layers of snares. Okay. And then like three layers of hats because I have like a rolling hat that's usually going. I have like a fill hat that's in there, and then I have like an open hat that's that's going for a lot of my music as well. That's nuts. Just thinking about it, just how you're able to describe. You can literally describe your sound. Like that's literally what your sound is. A lot of people don't, yeah, realize. It, the thing is that it, it once it's completed. So once the song is completed, you only hear it like from from the perspective. Like you hear everything from the perspective of a listener, right? So exactly. It's like, that's a exactly. kick. That's a snare. Yes. These are hats. Yes. But they're like they're like the little intricacies that mm-hmm. like you know the producers all will hear those and be like, hey. <laughs> I, I see what you did you, there. You clever. <laughs> right, I like exactly. That. I like I, that. I wish I could, like, I really wish I was, like, had a producer mindset to do, like, to pick up on things like that. Yeah. But I don't. It's but hard. I enjoy hearing about it. Like, it, the thing is that if you were, so, like, put it, to put this in perspective, okay. right? So, like, you're DJing right now. Okay, yes. Right? Yeah, a little bit. You know a little bit here and there. A little bit, you know what I'm So, <laughs> one of the things that has, like, super unlocked my abilities or like my just like talents Mm -hmm. as a DJ is production. Mm. If you view music, if you view all music, whether you've made it or not for the production and like as a piece of artwork that like has been produced in such a way, Mm -hmm. it'll change the way you approach all of your mixes. True. And it changes the way you approach like how things sound and how things blend and flow together. Mm. Because it's like as a DJ, you think of everything as like, I got to build up. I got to build up. I got to build up. As a producer, you're like, I have four hours to flow. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to figure out how I'm going to ebb and flow and move and, and be interactive. And I think like one of the reasons why I get booked the way that I get booked or by the people that I do is because I'm very like, again, like it, music is my passion. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in that I'm like very expressive Mm -hmm. and I'm very like, I will play a song and, I will lose my mind. <laughs> right. like, I will be like, yeah. I'll be like, you guys don't even get it. This was so good. And I know you love this song, but this is so good. Like what's happening right now? You guys have no idea. And I'm like all over the stage. I'm running. I'm just like, woo. Like, right. like, there's a video. There's this video of me. I'll show you guys after the yeah, podcast. Yeah. There's this video of me like, dan- I was, I'm literally like, I went into this like crazy blend. And then I started coming out with the rolling bass line from my boot. The, the yeah. Hitman's Club Anthem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it goes into that, and as soon as it goes into like the the snares for that, it starts playing, and I'm just like, no one gets how clean that was. <laughs> no one understands. I know it's like played out. I know it's the most generic song ever, mm-hmm. but like also that transition was so clean, right? And this shit is so good and so bouncy right now. And you guys have no idea. And I just like, and I'm just like all over the stage, like woo, dancing around on stage, like hands up, and like Bex is recording. My my DJ partner Bex. Yeah shouts back and she she looks at me and she's just recording this video and I look at the video and I'm just like <laughs> just flip off the camera real quick and it's just so it's so funny because then the video ends so the video just ends with me flipping off the camera 
<laughs> oh man, so I just get hyphy, man. Like yeah, I love I, it. Like music just gives me an energy that I don't think anything else ever has. That's awesome. Like it's like I don't care how much monster energies you drink in your life. If you play, if you play a quick ten minute DJ set and you can match five songs together, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you can be hyped. Like I'll play music <laughs> at work sometimes just to get myself ready, and it'll be ridiculous. I played Private Eyes today, and really? I was like in the in the storage, clap my hands. <laughs> Oh it's doing God. the whole thing. It's like doing the whole thing, and it's and it's great. And everyone's like, "What is what, what is, is you? wrong with you? What are you I was on? Like, hey, man, I'm on one. <laughs> I'm a fantastic producer. <laughs> homie, don't play that shit. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Someone said. Someone said to me the other day. They're like, "It's that Scorpio energy. You just love being center of attention. Hell yeah, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, look Lord at me. Don't I look like an attention whore to you? From the womb to the I, tomb, baby. <laughs> the womb to the tomb. <laughs> In the words of ZZ Tops, give me all your loving. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dito here dying. She's dying, y'all. <laughs> oh, this is nuts. <laughs> oh, man. You need, you need, you need to regroup. <laughs> she does. She does. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh gosh! Okay, I'm so king of the good time. <laughs> Go ahead, come on. Uh, We're live. <laughs> no, oh, cool, cool, cool. It's good. All right, I'll make this present. Yeah, eat, eat your pet. <laughs> I'll take a small bite. No way, answer the question. Don't watch me. I'll let you take a bite first. Oh, ASMR. ASMR? <laughs> ASMR with Halsey. It's delightful. Such <laughs> <Is that> choking? <laughs> Too much salt. <laughs> oh, gosh. What do you use um, machine-wise to produce your beats? Uh, funny you should ask me that. Because I was just about to tell you. Were <laughs> <laughs> you really? No. <laughs> uh, I've currently rearranged my setup. So I'm using an SP404 uh, to both do live performances and I'm producing on that. Okay. So I load in a lot of my samples into that. I queue and mark them so I can create like sort of a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been exporting those into um, Ableton where I use, I have an Axiom 41 um, or 49, one of those. Axiom oh, 40. He said 49. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mankind, mankind knows better than I do. I have a keyboard. I have a MIDI keyboard, and then I have a drum pad, uh, and then I have Ableton. So I just, uh, I'll play out my drums, um, it, which is also very interesting. Like, the way that I do my drums is really weird, because I'll play out, like, a rhythm, or I'll find, like, a rhythm that I really like, and I'm like, cool, this is all too much, but I get it. And then I'll like I'll manually go through, and so like if I play out a drum pattern, like I'm playing out just like a normal hip hop ass hip hop mm-hmm. drum, pattern, right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will then be like, okay, cool. All of this is going to go away, but like this is the rhythm. Like this okay. is the rhythm that I like. So like I'm going to keep this snare here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull this one out. I'm going to do this with these hats, and I'm gonna do all because it's like I just like I think of how how minimal but also how complex I want to be at the yeah. same time so I will ma- I will physically play something out manually go in and edit that mirror it 
duplicate, like bring in new sounds and then start the process of chain EQing and doing all of that. So it's uh, like, it's a little bit more, it's a little weird because it's like, I get a lot of interesting like cadences and rhythms yeah. in everything that I'm doing. But it's also like, I think one of the things that's important to, to remember with that specifically is that like, I'm also going back and, and like that sounded completely different mm. when I started it. Definitely. And so now I'm going back and making it, fit kind of like how I want the natural swing and progression of things to go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't even end up using gear. Like sometimes I just map my drums manually. Like I'll just click everything in and put it where I want. I'm like, I know I want this to be here and I know I want, I want this to roll this way. Um, so I'll be working on like segments of music for like an hour at a time. Yeah. So it'll be like, this is the 30 second clip. And I spent all day programming those drums to make mm-hmm. them sound that way mm-hmm. and like going back and playing stuff and then going back and manually editing that mm. and then doing all of the things that I normally do. Dang. I gotta say the back end intricacies, man. It's it's, it's crazy. It I've I've done like work with like friends yeah. and they're just like, how how do you even think to do that? Literally. I'm just like, dude, I because I hear every layer of music as it's being presented to me. Definitely. And it's just like, that's like, again, like falling back into DJing, it's because I know and I've learned how to like hear things that are not at the forefront. Mm-hmm. So like your kick and snare are always at the forefront. Definitely. But if you hear the harmonies or you hear the melodies and you hear things like learning to blend the back end of the track mm-hmm. changes the entire dynamic of, of mixing wow. and learning to, to work those and work around those as a mm-hmm. producer changes the way that you produce definitely um because instead of focusing like i'm very like obviously like i'm very drums heavy mm-hmm. instead of focusing on my drums i make my drums fit everything else that's going on mm-hmm. but then i spend the time and energy required to like really like build those and make those sound the way that i want them to like i'll spend like i spent like three hours the other day perfecting a kick just that one I, singular that I kick. Up, yeah, that I ended up scrapping because I didn't like the way it sounded at the end of it. So I like got rid of that kick, put oh, a new man. one in there, and then started over. Dang, yeah, it's great. Like, oh, yeah, it was, it was a good stuff. time. It was fun. I was, but I <laughs> save, but I save all those kits. Okay. So that's the thing. So I, I save all of those drum sounds. So I'm like, this will be used somewhere else. Yeah, and I have like a file that that will do that. But outside of that, are you organized? <laughs> are you an organized individual? This is a weird question. It's and it's it's weird because it, it doesn't ha- like it doesn't have a simple answer. Right. Okay. I am organized to a point. I'm not super detail oriented, but I know where everything is and everything's going. Okay. And okay. I think that's the best way to put it. I like and, that. And I'm constantly like constantly flying by the seat of my pants so i can i can adjust at the drop of a hat okay but i can make a route i can make like if you're like this is the plan now i'm like cool this is the next hour Mm. like i have that mapped out in my brain just from like that one instant okay this is how we'll readjust and everything like that like it's good it's like what makes me it what makes me a very good leader but also a very like stressful one definitely because i'm just like i can I can change and be incredibly malleable, mm. but not everybody else can. Exactly. So I'll do the same. I'm like, okay, cool. Everything everything today is fucked. Uh, <laughs> let's do something else change. instead. <laughs> I like how, how, how Sarah uh, accepts changes in his life. I don't accept them into my life. <laughs> I enforce them onto others. Okay, you force them onto others. Wait, uh, so do you accept change in your life? Of course I do. I okay. change every day. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How we well, I today. deal mostly in cash, so I'm always taking change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> anyway, let me hear a week, everybody. Hear all week. I feel like everybody just like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm really good at change. Easy, uh, easy with change, like changes. Sort of, sort of, kind of. I okay. I like to think. I like to not necessarily think of myself as like good or bad with change, as much as I am good at being adaptable. There you go. I like that uh, because I will always push forward. Not necessarily like my agenda, but like my my values. Mm-hmm. So I know what I stand for, what I want to do, what I wish to accomplish, like as a whole. Right. And if I have to change the route taken to get there, as long as that's still my trajectory, okay, I will. I will be malleable. I like, that. but I, but I, I will not bend. Like you will never convince me to not follow the path that I've like laid out for myself. Mm. Like you can never convince me of that. Definitely. You can convince me to take some more time to get to those goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, like my endpoints, mm-hmm. I will get there. That's awesome. Always. Clip that. Clip that. You feel me? You gonna, we gonna clip that one? We're gonna use it. Got it. We're gonna use that as a as our <laughs> as a clip for you. Yeah, clip it. Change. We're talking about change and adaptability, malleable. I love it. There's been a lot of changes. Yeah. I know, yeah, definitely. There's been a lot of changes going on in our in our I'm lives. About to change so. from beer cheese to mustard. This is so good right now. So you gotta you gotta ask the question yeah. before we wrap it up before we wrap it up here. Okay. Ask the question. I'm going to let him chew first. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wait, hold on. What question are you going to ask him? My question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Don't ask him my Wait, question. there's two. Yeah, there's two. Don't ask him my ask question. both no. of them? No, no. Let me ask my question. Okay, you After ask you. your first. No, you first. No, you first. No, no, no you first. All right, cool. Okay, bet. Okay, So what made you... <laughs> I thought you I was going to I thought I was going first. No, go ahead. Never, no, no, obviously. Someone's, go ahead. Someone's in charge we'll over here. accept your change. Oh, look at her. She usually doesn't do that. She usually like doesn't do that. that. She doesn't do that. Damn. You better take it while you can. No, I, no, I, I did actually. <laughs> no, I do, I do actually sort of have a question for the two. Like, what made. Okay. It's a two parter. Okay. One, okay. how did the two of you meet? Because I like I like I I've known like I've known you for a while. I'm mm-hmm. barely you know getting getting to know you uh, because you told you called me out for ducking an interview. Um, but it's all, but it but it's like it it came across my I'm like I'm, I wonder how the two of you met and like got connected in Definitely. the first place. But also like what made the two of you decide that like you were going to be the ones to like push forward takeover lounge. Definitely. Like it's like I feel like there are a lot of there are a lot of people. That obviously, like mankind is involved. You know, like there, there are a lot of people that are involved both like within the community mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. within like just like the culture and like right. being able to do the podcast and having the resource and things like that. But like, what made the two of you decide that like no, like we have to do this? Definitely. So, you want me to answer the first part? How did? Or no, you answer the first part. How did we meet? So, well, we were on Tinder. <laughs> That's and definitely I, not how that and went. I swi- and I swiped definitely. his ass the other direction. <laughs> and he was like, hey, what's up with <laughs> You don't think I'm interesting? She was like, no. Wow. That like, is- Z is the last letter of the <laughs> alphabet. <laughs> so you are the last man I wanted to do it. I'm just kidding. Oh no, God. it's great because the two of you are like the two of you like seem like family. Like it's oh, just, no, it's, it's, no, it's cool. It's definitely it's, like but I'm always family. curious about that because it's like I mean, obviously the two of you aren't related. So right? Like, how did yeah, you obviously. meet? Like how did you meet and like <laughs> like click click off right? Like click click the way that you do so quickly. So mankind messaged me and actually I the screenshot popped up 
like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like three weeks ago. And I sent it to the both of them, and it was mankind saying like, "Hey, you know, on this day we're going to be interviewing trauma. You're going to be interviewing with um, Z Give." And I was like, Ooh. "Okay." <laughs> so that I didn't know that was like the gateway. So mm-hmm. I always say I've been I was told to be I was voluntold. I like that. Or thrown into this. They were like, you're going to Z-take this opportunity. <laughs> you're going to Z-take this opportunity. He's Z-giving you a chance. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I've known mankind for a long time now. Yeah. And yeah. so... So when many I, years. When 2019. T- <laughs> so many sure. years. Damn. Yeah. It feels longer, yeah. Definitely. I met mankind at a, not even a pushing button. So it was like a, a roulette thing. I was just DJing. Wow. I remember you doing that. (laughs) I've been around. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, so he asked me to, you know, kind of take his part of the hosting and to do it with Zion and (laughs) Z-Give. Wow. (laughs) Government. Whoa. Whoa. Scratch that, (laughs) Z-Give. Can we edit that out? He's gone. He's not going to edit that out. (laughs) Okay. Um, <laughs> Made the final cut. But that's how it happened. And then ever since then, it was like we didn't meet in person until. Until the here. actual interview? No. Until like today. Like right now. Right now. This is our first uh, time. Yeah. yeah. There's always been a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> no. What was, it was like we started it doing this the in first April. show back at yeah. TCB. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were there. You were there. Maybe physically you were there. It's at TCB. I'm here. (laughs) Yes. Unless I have a show, I'm here. Exactly. But that's where we met each other for the first time. Yeah. But before that, we were just... We met online. Not on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) But it is like family. Like at work, he's known as the little brother. Yeah. And at work, she's known as the big sister I never wanted and I have... it was forced upon us. <laughs> <laughs> and it chooses Doug Life. Doug Life shows us. Exactly. And then choose the pod life. <laughs> pod life. It did, though. Yeah, no, it, it, for her. It chose me. It chose her. Yeah. You've known me. I'm not very outspoken. Because you always see me in the corners yeah. <laughs> sitting on these couches. I'm always harassing you. Definitely. <laughs> but but then, that's how it happened. But then what made us like want to take it on as a whole is just like, We've been the most consistent. Like this is most like consistent partner I ever had to work with mm-hmm. in like the podcast space. Mm-hmm. And ma- originally, mankind was the one that was going to host with me, mm-hmm. but he was like, nope. "Nah, you know what? Let me- I like the back end work." So he liked the- yeah. working on the sound, the editing, the graphic design. Not so much the editing, but maybe the graphic design and painting. It's like a producer and a rapper relationship. Exactly. It's like you're the face. Yeah. You do the lyrics. You get the clout. But yes. like, I make you sound good. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. You want to know the difference between me and you? What's the difference? I make this look good. I <laughs> 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 love it. But I also think like both Z and I, we have very different upbringings in the hip hop community. No, no, definitely, definitely. And so. Look at Halsero just being on his phone. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't need this interview. I asked a question, but I don't need this. I'm done. <laughs> He's like blowing up right now. <laughs> yeah, y'all can hit me up later. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the main reason why is because I mean the dynamic is cool, and then also just us being consistent. I think we're the most consistent podcast in the world. I mean, I think so. It's just been. I don't think we only missed upping the schedule exactly. So yeah, 
We may not be consistent, like, online live. Oops, but... Because our schedules... We got pre-records. I mean, this, like, we... What? We blowing out podcasts by the mile in Arizona. Like, it's it's no competition, really. I'm with it. And we both know different people. Like, Z's up in Phoenix, meeting the Phoenix people. That's cool. Establishing up there. Hey, Tucson's still home. Tucson's still home. Z's banded us. See, that's, you're not gonna see. We talk, we had like a whole discussion about this, and you're gonna push the narrative even further. Dang, because Asky and SV were also like, dang, he's leaving. He forgot about us. Like, so someone cue Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh man, you gotta ask the last question or two more questions. There's three more? Yeah. I thought it was two. There's well, because I went first. Okay, you went first. So, so thank you. I, I love the question. I love that. That was a good question. Yeah. I, I love you. Two part. Yeah, I think you you're the two-parter. second person who's asked somewhat the same. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. I think so. It's fine. We love repeating ourselves. It's our favorite thing to do. I, I do too. <laughs> I I do this thing. I do this thing sometimes where someone will be like, what'd you say? I was like, hey, you didn't hear it the first time. You don't need to hear it. <laughs> And then you repeat it afterwards. No, I don't. I walk away. Mysterious. I'm good at that. I'm good. I'm good he at. Does walk away. <laughs> if there's like one thing in this world I'm really good at, it's saying some dumb shit and then just walking just away. Leaving. Just walk. Like just don't even. And like, then he'll I'm stand sit, across I'll, the room and, and just you. stare at you. Think about that. I know you heard me. You're not deaf. <laughs> what if? What if they were? They're not. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine how awkward that situation would be? Well, yeah, of course it'd be awkward. Excuse me. They they're missing out on how funny I am. You know how hard that is. That's gotta be so difficult on somebody. Oh man, some of these people don't even know. I'm out here in these streets feeding these children. Feeding these children. Yeah, with comedy. No, oh, okay. Right. They said they say laughter is the best medicine. They do say that. Yeah, that's See? why. I, that's why I got real funny in the pandemic. <laughs> Can I get a thumbs down for that one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant the Pandusa. The Panocha. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, if you could be any, if you could choose any superhero power, what would it be and why? Oh man. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let me take a sip of my drink real quick. How long you guys got? Do you want to you like, like have it out real quick? I'll give you a little history lesson. Go ahead. This is your time to shine, Halsey. Awesome. Uh, yeah. My favorite superhero, and, and I would steal his powers 100%. My, my, my favorite superhero in the entire world is Martian Manhunter. And Martian Manhunter is... I'm, I'm going to right, tell you why right now. So Martian Manhunter, his only quote-unquote weakness is fire, and it's more psychological. And as he has evolved, and in the era of the New 52, which is like what the new realm of like DC superheroes has, right. it's more of like, he's like kind of gotten over it. Mm-hmm. But he's able to control the entire molecular structure of his body. So he can like phase through objects. He's probably, the, he can phase through objects. He's essentially indestructible. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's as strong, if not stronger, than Superman. He's probably one of the only people that could kill him. Uh, but on top of all of that, he's generally like 
indifferent. Right. Like, it's, again, like, coming back to how I was saying, like, I know my purpose and I know what I want and what my... Com- like, he very much is, like, this hero who is about saving his friends and he's about saving, like, his people and, like, Earth and not... You know, just, like, as a whole. Like, I, I save the good people. I save mm-hmm. the good ones. I save the good ones. But he's, like, generally indifferent about everything else. He's like, I don't get involved in your drama. I don't get involved mm. in your, like your nonsense or whatever like i got my own things i got to go through and i got my own life to live but like i'm also here for everybody like i'm here for you and like if so my superpower would be his superpowers which is like the ability to just like mold and be malleable and be able to do and phase through everything as a whole but like still stay connected and the same Sounds like you watched the, you listen to the podcast often because you had you had that already like drawn out. Ready. Like, Let me tell you something right now. That's not the first time anybody's asked me that. <laughs> also, again, like I'm super like I'm a super nerd. Like that's like that's one of the things about me is like as uh, seemingly cool as I am, uh, I'm not. I mean, I you're so cool. You're wearing <laughs> you're wearing a dare shirt today. Uh, first of all, this is an Akira shirt. Oh, this is, is it? My, yeah. Notice the little pill. Oh right yeah, there? I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on the back of this. The, all bad times, baby. Oh. <laughs> All bad times. All bad times. <laughs> All, only bad days. Uh, no, it's this. I got this shirt online. It's great. It's a wonderful shirt. It's an Akira shirt. Everyone thinks it's a dare shirt, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Wait till you find out <laughs> about do, this. We're doing some crazy stuff right now. <laughs> Bam! Hit him with the back. That's what's up. So now my question. Mm-hmm. I like you. You're cool. Hey, uh, uh, I bought you. you I'm, know, call, I'm called cool, Calm Cool Collected. Okay. Twenty four seven. Man. Um, I would hate for uh, this friendship to end, like, start on a rocky, on a rocky. Ooh. You're going to ask me about, you're going to ask me, aren't you? I'm going to ask you. You are going to ask me. I knew you were. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. How do you feel about that? Are we talking green mint, like it's unnatural? Or are we talking, like, white mint? Are we talking spearmint? Are we talking peppermint? See, this is nice. Okay, we're talking about all the mints. All the mints. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of mint as a whole. Okay. Uh, I used to be an uh, an aggressive smoker. Okay. Uh, I quit like five ish years ago. Oh, six-ish years ago. That's good. And good mints as a whole got me through it. Okay. Uh, my favorite ice cream is Moose Tracks. Moose Tracks. Wow. Yeah, Moose Tracks. What's that? What's that? Hold on. Wait. 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 <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's like, uh, think about like, so you know like gold ribbon? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so like, it's like sort of like, sort of like that, but with like chocolate chunks instead of being chocolate ice cream. So it's like good. vanilla with chocolate and then mm-hmm. peanuts in where you, there Where you get well. these at? Uh, the store? The store. <laughs> you know, you know here's, a, here's a true story. The first time I ever had moose tracks was in Canada. <laughs> I don't know moose tracks. Man, yeah, tracks I've been missing out. I've been was it when uh, you guys went to Vancouver? No, that was that was the first time I ever flew. That's the first time I've ever been on a plane. But it was when I was in like high school. I you went, drove I to went Canada? Out. No, I flew on, a, <laughs> but on no, an airplane. Zion. No, but the first. Oh, the first time? Yeah, the first time I drove to Canada. You can drive to. Canada. I know, but like from here? <laughs> yeah, it was an accident too. That's because what happened was I was going to New York, and I missed my turn, so I took another oh, interstate. You end up so right I wound in up like up and through Canada, and then I had to like. Moose tracks. <laughs> it was a process. So I had some. I had some moose tracks. That's. Crazy. I saw Niagara Falls. What? Mm-hmm. I got wet. Does Niagara really be falling? It be falling. <laughs> it was, I was like, damn. <laughs> you think that it don't, but it do. It, it do. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't hate mint 
ice cream. I like mint ice cream. I, I'll eat mint ice cream, but it's not my first choice. That's a point for me. Fair enough. Because <laughs> you know, uh, I was thinking about it because it makes sense. His answer makes sense because how is he? In, he's indifferent about things and doesn't want to yeah. get. So I can't really be mad at him. It sticks to his values. <laughs> what did man say? Yeah, exactly. Same thing that Run said. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Hey man, that's been a takeover last time. I'm gonna just put it to you this way: I like all cur- ice creams. All right, I don't got a type. <laughs> Are we just talking about ice creams or talking about life? I don't know. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Any flavor will do. Fair enough. Except for bubble gum. Get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, I can't do yeah. bubblegum ice Except cream. for if it's like the it. crazy ones with the like the Bugs Bunny with the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at you! You brought, you brought us on all agreement. We all don't like bubblegum ice cream. Okay, nice. Hey, lovely. I'm glad we have an agreement on that on that one. Crocs. Wow, we've done it. Crocs. I wore these for you, Halsey. I know. I know you did. I know you did. But nobody asked you. To. <laughs> I'm being completely. Complete, I know that they're comfortable. I know that they're comfortable. I know that they're like the best shoe that's out there. But like, I'm also just like, man. I know they're they're adorable. I wish they were on literally any other table. <laughs> I like this guy. You can come on more often. It's fine. It's Pike approved. Yeah. Well, Pike is a croc man, so it's whatever. Pike is a croc man. But no, like I don't. I no I would I would never own a pair of Crocs. Okay. Ever. <laughs> awesome. But they look exactly fine on other people. We'll, we'll take that, I guess. <laughs> take that as you will. So, Halsero, what can they follow you on? Uh, you can follow me everywhere, at Halsero Music. H-A-L-S-E-R-O. Music. If you don't know how to spell it, you should be listening. <laughs> Fair enough. And you can follow us at the follow us the Takeover Lounge at the Lounge Takeover on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at Takeover Media, Takeover Lounge. You can follow me personally at Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Daniela at Daniel Takeover. And you can follow Mankind, the man behind the scenes, the podfather himself underscore at Mankind Podcast. And we are out of here. We'll see you next week. Somebody took the, la- the one with the one underscore. It's like, it's like Z give. <laughs> Yo, we're out of here, man. Y'all have a good rest of your day, evening, whatever you're at. We out. Peace.